Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Welcome to Blah. King of the Hill Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Rusty. Rusty, been a long time. This is actually our first time recording in the new year. In the new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, season five, episode four. Thank you guys so much for uh, sticking with us. Episode five. Uh, That's the production number. Uh, okay, gotcha. Let me mark that out then. This is five, really? Yeah, yeah, we're on five. Huh. Yeah, the uh, the production number is uh, 5ABEO4, so this would have been episode oh, four. But I bet I screwed that up. Okay. All right. I think it's only on my paper. Uh, this is Peggy Makes the Big Leagues. Yep. This Correct? is uh, not the one of my favorites. Kaliki Laki Laki. You don't yeah. like that one? It's okay. It's okay. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's something about Hank, um, the way that he um, well, just gives athlete. in to everything. Yeah. Well, it's because he's an athlete. I, I get it. It's the athlete thing. It's the. Uh, um, I don't know about anybody that listens to this podcast, but when I was in high school, there was guys that were really good at football that really did things wrong. They did wrong things. They went to jail, and uh, oh sure, they were bailed out by the athletic club. You know, the athletic. Were teams. you the guys? Were you guys that had the one that that stuck up the guy over his hat and shoes? I knew both people. Yeah, I knew the guy that did it. <laughs> yeah, the I guy that did yeah. it was one of the football players, and the guy that got yeah. stuck up was a guy that I, I was friends with. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, so they were like two top-tier running backs. I mean, not that that's brothers. unique, honestly, at this It's point, not unique. But uh, I just remember it happening about that time. But, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. In, in small-town Texas, if you could play football, oh. those four years that you're good to play football – 
Yeah, they all. You could you could walk around. You could do there. There you could commit crimes as a teenager and get away with it. And yeah, it's all unfortunate, kind of really. Because it's not all places, well, but and, it, and it's dying. That 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 method of doing things is dying. And but. not even not even just uh, uh, go around and do crimes. I mean, they 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 don't they don't learn. No, those so, kids I graduated with they couldn't read very I well had, at all. I had athletes in some of my classes, and again, I was I was an extra class, so like you know, rockets and robots and stuff like that. Uh, I didn't get state tested, so that meant I got a lot of athletes dumped in my classes. Yeah, those guys couldn't read the back of your hand, no, you know, they, let alone yeah, they, and they didn't care. They no, they didn't. don't. And it's I'm sorry, that's it's not an their over, fault. That's an overgeneralization, but yes, they, it's the system that screwed them up, not them. Yeah, and that's just a observation from small Texas yeah. towns. That's absolutely, not a, absolutely. It's not a, it's not a rule, not a nothing. blanket statement for everybody. All right, Peggy makes the big leagues. Uh, we start this one. No bell, no yell. Uh, we are at breakfast with Bobby Lewin. Peggy is serving them. She's got an apron on. Uh, Hank uh, comes in. You can tell he's kind of in a hurry. He puts on his Arlen hat, which I, this is the first time I've seen a hat that just said Arlen. And all these guys wear a hat that just says Arlen. All of them have it on yeah. there, yeah. Uh, he is, uh, he's getting ready to take off. Uh, he says, I'm running behind for my booster club meeting. Now I'll probably have to sit at the wobbly table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peggy pours some coffee. Uh, the phone rings. And I just want to highlight the way that she answers the phone. Which is yellow. Yellow. That's the way my um, that's the way my dad always answered the phone. Yellow. Yeah, that's the way everybody answers it that I know. Older older people that I know. I think that was one of the things that caused me to change my voice. Oh, yellow. Yellow. Yeah, yeah I can't help it either. It's just <laughs> it, it just comes out so easily and naturally. Uh, anyway, she says yellow. Well, uh, substitute teacher of the year, Peggy Hill. Uh, go on. I mean, she's already correcting them. Yeah. You know? She says uh, the high school teaching me. Wait. Who is this really? Really? Today? Yes, of course. Oh, no. Thank you. She hangs it up, and she says uh, to the crowd of people in there, Bobby, Luann, and Hank, guess who is subbing for high school geometry teacher Tammy Charbonnet while she takes an eight-week doctor-ordered bed rest maternity leave? Me, Peggy Hill. <laughs> Luann, <laughs> yeah. Luann, that was going to be my guess exactly. <laughs> well, no shit, Luann. Uh, she says, this is Major Leagues, Hank, the bigs, the show. Oh, my God, eight weeks. Do you know what that means? It means I have a pretty good chance of actually learning their names. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, poor Bobby, he's just sitting there eating his breakfast. He goes, everything is happening so fast. <laughs> um, Peggy takes off the apron. Uh, the next thing we see is she's getting out at Arlen High School. Uh, there, <laughs> she, And it's kind of this... Oh, uh, you know, like the gates of heaven opening or something. Yeah. She she sees the school and she goes, "Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it?" And she's talking to this punk that's hanging out on the tree next to her, just kind of, and he flicks his cigarette <laughs> at the ground. So she is literally the only one impressed. That's it. Uh, she goes into the faculty lounge. She that sees dates the show too. Kids smoking oh, yeah. cigarettes yeah, at no school kidding, still. Right? <laughs> I know that uh, it didn't matter if you were eighteen or not. When I was in school, oh, yeah, no, you couldn't have cigarettes on the campus anywhere near the campus. Well, now it's vapes. You can't have vapes on the on the Can't campus. have vapes. Yeah. Yeah, now they're getting caught with vapes and like younger than we were getting caught with cigarettes. Oh yeah. No, they'll have vapes at middle school yeah, or like, even younger. We weren't we weren't getting caught with cigarettes until we were like thirteen, but now they got kids with vapes that are like eight. Generally if they catch those kids with vapes, they've taken them from their house, you know, from their mom and dad or their brother yeah. or sister or whatever. And, and, I, and very few of them are smoking them. It's one of the most natural things for humans to do is suck, you know what I mean? <laughs> like as 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 we start off, you know, suckling teats. So I guess it's really not hard for a kid to go from a teat to a to a vape pen, you it's know. It's just a replacement. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, so uh, she gets out of school. She's, she sees the gates of heaven. Uh, faculty lounge. Uh, she sees the nameplate on their cubbies there, the teacher cubbies, and she says, Tammy Charbonneau. And then she starts, and she just inserts her little plaque over it, which I guess she just carries around with her, and it says Peggy Hill. Uh, she, uh, the other teachers start coming in to get the mail, et cetera. Uh, she sees Miriam, uh, another teacher of hers, and she goes, oh, I have followed your career with such in- – oh, no, I'm sorry. Miriam says that to her. I have followed your career with such interest. Uh, Peggy says – I'm sorry. I, I screwed that way up. Miriam uh, comes in. Peggy looks at her and goes, oh, Miriam, I have followed your career with such interest. The lady says, 17 years teaching high school, Espanol. You've never once gotten sick. Uh, if you have gotten sick, you've never called in sick. Either way, I am subbing geometry. Miriam says, well, Benvenida's uh, Arlen High. Yeah. Uh, Peggy looks at her and goes, oh, my, what lovely spectacles. Because they basically have the same glasses on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of look like the same person. Uh, they both laugh and adjust their glasses. And uh, Miriam says, the better to see promising new talent with. So Peggy's in hog heaven because somebody has noticed her. Uh, yeah, she likes being, notice me, senpai, God notice me. Almighty, and she's got to yeah. be noticed. Yeah. Uh, next, we go over to Preston Rogers Waffle Cafe, open 24 hours. This is obviously a Waffle House. A Waffle House for sure. Yeah. Which are fun to watch on clip clips on the internet of Waffle Houses. It's one of my favorite things to watch is the Waffle House fights. Oh. And then, uh, well, also, too, uh, fun fact real fast. So I'm a big fan of weather, like wet, like extreme weather and stuff. There is a. Uh, That's a weird thing. It to is. Say. It, it's I'm a, a hobby. fan of extreme weather. It, it's it's like a hobby. I, 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 like anytime <laughs> there's like a crazy weather event, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. looking all over the internet yeah, for weather data and stuff like that. Sure. But uh, <laughs> with hurricanes, they have like a Waffle House index. Mm-hmm. So Waffle Houses are notorious. They don't close for never closing, mm-hmm. and. If they do close due to hurricanes or anything like that, you know that that right there is a great indicator mm-hmm. that it's time to get the hell out of there. Well, the National Weather, mm-hmm. Weather Services uses their database to see whether they should evacuate people or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Waffle House will Which shut down. Yeah. Waffle House will completely yeah. shut down. Well, waffle ne- if waffle it's House that. is shutting down. You better get your people out. Do you think it's a uh, a conspiracy by Big Weather? Mm-hmm. To keep Waffle Houses, yeah, yeah. I think it's a conspiracy about big weather, or is it, or is it a conspiracy about big scrambled, <laughs> big scrambled egg, <laughs> you know, conspiracy waffle. here? Uh, it's a waffle party. Have you ever seen um, a scrambled egg in a hurricane? No, I have not. No, because they close down I guess if it's won't. too bad. Yeah, yeah they right. close down. <laughs> so we're at the Waffle Cafe. Uh, excuse me, Preston Rogers Waffle Cafe, open twenty four hours. Uh, you see the Bugabago in the front, Hank's yeah. truck out front. Uh, all the guys are in the back. Uh, this is the Rotary Club, boosters, all of those sorts of things. Look now, everybody. I've got one question to ask you. Uh, guest stars on this thing. The Booster Club president? Oh, Booster Club president. Yeah, if you Let's can look see. that up, because I think it's Terry Bradshaw. It is Terry Bradshaw. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, and James Brown. Ah. All voice characters in this episode. Oh, that makes total yeah. sense. And then... Uh, this is all Artie's. They're stuff. all booster. Club we're we're back on Artie's. Yeah. Artie's back on track. Hey, facts. Uh, he's probably backlogged as long as we've been mm-hmm. been down here. Uh, Miriam Caney is voiced by Natalie Canarday. Okay, no clue who that is. Honestly, nope, I don't either. Uh, Amy Hill, I know who she is. Uh, she's the one that voices Miss Kalikiali. Who's Amy Hill? Uh, Amy Hill did. Uh, she's a comedian. She's a voice actor. Oh, okay. Uh, she's done. Uh, 
She's stand up though. She does stand up too. Okay. Yeah, she is stand up. That's uh, what I thought. She was on All American Girl. Oh, okay. Uh, Young Hee Kim on All American Girl, the grandma. Oh, okay. Oh, you yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That was her yeah. on there. Okay. But she also was uh, uh, in Lilo and Stitch. Hmm. She did Miss Hasagawa, some character on Lilo and Stitch. Sure. She did too, but she's got a, a bunch of, uh, I mean, a bunch of credits. Max Keeble's Big Moves. So you'll you'll see these. That's got to be a okay. I just got a. She's an yeah. Asian lady. Yeah. But uh, her name was Miss Rangoon uh-huh. in Max's Max Keeble's Big Move. That's terrible. That, that was is a, that awful was a TV name. show, right? That was Max a big move? Uh, no, it was a movie. Oh, it was a movie. It was a movie. Okay, all right. Yeah, because she was I in like cheaper. Those... She was Sue in Fifty First Dates too. Oh, okay. Which I can't, is the, the I can't keep the all of the kids' first date diary shows yeah. all straight. I, there's so no, many. she did a lot of TV shows. Uh, Seinfeld. She did a Seinfeld episode. You will uh, you'll see this uh, in a lot of restaurants, especially here in in Texas. Like you go in early in the morning, the Booster Club will have taken over the back room or something. Yeah. They're having a big meeting or whatever. So that's what's going on here. And we've got the Booster Club slash Rotary Club slash whatever the hell they are. Um, and they're in the back now on the TV. You got all these guys sitting around in Arlen hats watching the highlights of high school football. And on TV, you get that same announcer, which is obviously um, uh, the guy that plays Dale. I mean, it's yeah. it's obviously him doing the the voices for it. He goes, "Number thirty-three, David Kaligali, the flying Hawaiian." He says, "Aloha to the end zone and aloha to the Temple Tigers." It's not the mascot in Temple. Yeah. Uh, it means both hello and goodbye. My wife is Polynesian. What <laughs> is says. Temple's mascot? Uh, they are the Temple Wildcats. Wildcats. Arlen yeah. uh, High is unstoppable. And then the Booster Club president, which obviously is Terry, Terry Bradshaw, because he looks just like him in the cartoon, takes his hat off, he's bald. Uh, says, first order of Booster Club business. How's the programs coming for next week's game, Terrell? Terrell speaks up, another one of the guys, and I don't know if that's Howie Long. Or, yep. Okay. He says, as you all know, the money from the programs help pay for the cheerleader shoes. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny <laughs> yeah. to me. Uh, every business owner here has taken out ad space in this week's program except for Dale Gribble of Dale's Dead Bug. Dale's over there on the side not even really paying attention. He's just squirting uh, syrup on his waffles. Yeah. He goes, my secretary messed up again? She is so fired. Yeah, okay, deal. I Everybody got a, knows you're making this shit up. I got a couple of facts. I yeah, go for real it. Fast. Okay, so the flying Hawaiian moniker. Yeah. There's other athletes that that's been used for. Sure. So there was an MLB, uh, there was a baseball player called Shane Victorino. He was the flying Hawaiian? Uh, they called him the flying Hawaiian, yeah. There was a supercross rider called Clifford Adoptatante. That one makes more sense to me. He was called the flying Hawaiian. When do you and fly then, in uh, baseball? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, unless they're talking about fly balls, maybe. Maybe that's what they're maybe, referring yeah, to. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Or maybe he was like, and then they had uh, Kakoa, the flying Hawaiian, the wrestler. Kikoi, well, that Kikoa, makes however you say his name. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. off, the, off, the, off the ring. Kakoa, the flying Hawaiian. Off yeah. the turnbuckle. And then uh, the next uh, quick fact I had real quick is uh, aloha. Uh, it means the essence of being love, peace, <laughs> compassion, and a mutual understanding of respect. You're either greeting someone and expressing the, to this to them, or you're leaving someone wishing it upon them going forward. Yeah. So it doesn't mean hello or goodbye. It means peace be with you as you enter or peace be with you as you go. And uh, Artie, the guy that does our yeah, facts, yeah. he spent quite a bit of time in Hawaii. Oh, you know, yeah, so right. it's, I forgot uh, about that. So the Hawaii thing is kind of close Polynesian. to him. Yeah. <laughs> Terrell says, uh, everybody's taking out thing. Dale says, uh, my, my 
my secretary messed up. Uh, now we're inside Arlen High, and we see a big old kid in a cowboy hat and a letter jacket walking down the hall, and you just kind of, you know, it's that, it's that. Here comes this big yeah, impressive dude here comes walking this big, down the hall. Uh, Jock. Now we look inside the classroom where Peggy is. She's in front of the uh, chalkboard and she's drawing a big circle on the board. And she goes, and the man walked around the world and said to the king, sir, I come from France. Sir, come for France. He get it. Uh, no, these kids don't give a shit. Uh, that's an awful way to teach circumference, too. It is, it is too. a terrible way to teach I have never, it. ever yeah. heard of that. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, he, David walks in. Uh, again, in his letter jacket and his cowboy hat, he comes in like he owns a place, uh, and uh, he kind of looks at a couple of, hey, dude. Looks like a 45-year-old man walking in the classroom, too. He looks looks like way older than everybody in there. Peggy notices him and goes, oh, and you must be David Kaliki Ali. He goes, yep, I guess you might have heard of me. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Brendan Fraser. Oh, is it really? It's Brendan Fraser's voice. He's a smug turd. Uh, Back then, too, he was. really. I'm, I'm well, not back then, Brendan this smoke, is a uh, Brendan Fraser from like Bedazzled and stuff like yeah. that, or what was it called Bedazzled and this Mummy? Is about the Mummy, right? About that time. About that time, and then that movie he did with Elizabeth, uh, what's her name? The the British, the really beautiful. She was she played the devil. Oh, and, uh, it's Bedazzled. Is that yeah. what it's called? There was Bedazzled. There was Cool World. Uh, that's not the devil one, but Bedazzled is the devil. The one. devil yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Peggy goes, yes, uh, when he asks, how's it going? She goes, you're the person who did not answer present when I took all a uh, roll 28 minutes ago. Okay, I see from Miss Charbonneau's notes that you have uh, all have some homework due. Also, I'll start with you, David. David looks at her and goes, oh, I didn't do it. I'll, I'll take a C or a B or whatever. I, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. He pulls over a desk, kicks his feet up on it, and turns his hat down to just go to sleep. Take so it now you know how he's been treated this entire time, right? And Peggy looks a little confused. Next, we see in the cafetorium uh, later, Peggy is coming in with her tray. Uh, she sees the table where Miriam, the lady with the same glasses, is sitting. Uh, Miriam says, Peggy, hurry up and sit down before the PE coaches get here. It gets in your clothes. <laughs> so she's talking about the stink <laughs> yeah. of the PE guys. She goes, so how's your day going? Peggy says, glorious. Although, can I ask you if you have a student named David Kaliki Ali? She goes, oh, the flying Hawaiian. He runs 40 and 4.5. Peggy, not impressed, goes, yes. Uh, anyway, I checked David's records, and he has a B-plus average overall, but he seems to have trouble applying himself in geometry. One of the other teachers, uh, Marlon Atwater, assistant driver's Ed Health. Uh, Peggy, David is a star fullback. He doesn't have a lot of time to study, so we cut him some slack. Peggy says, uh, well, at Tom Landry Middle School, we would never think of extending special privileges to the athletes. Marlon says, Peggy, (laughs) this isn't middle school. This is real life. We've got college football scouts at our games. They're not coming to watch David draw a triangle. Miriam says, don't worry, Peggy. David Kaliki Ali is unteachable anyway. And pause real quick. That is the worst thing to tell her. Unteachable? Yeah. The worst thing to say. What's the worst thing to say about a kid, number one? Well, that's a whole other part of it. But, like, for, like – for Peggy specifically, telling oh, it's a challenge. telling something that pe- something it's to Peggy that something is impossible. This is a woman who fell out of an airplane and was told she would never walk again. And two episodes later, she's running around. Well, not only that, she's she's uh, rocking the baby with her toe. You know, I mean, that's that's how. <laughs> yeah, kind of like uh, kind of like that scene in Kill Bill or whatever when she has to use her feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which Quentin yeah. Tarantino, yeah. you know, he's got to have a little foot little oh, foot he's action got in there. Foot thing, yeah. Well, that's the only reason why he. Uh, 
had some Hayek in Dust Till Dawn yeah. was because he wanted to suck on her toes. Yeah, toes. he's a weirdo. Fantastic. Great. Uh, Miriam says, don't worry, Peggy. David Kaliki Ali is unteachable anyway. Peggy goes, unteachable? I mean, you can see the light go off in her eyes. Uh, Absolutely. And Marlon uh, says, uh, I spent six weeks in health trying to get him to brush up and down. He's like a wall. <laughs> Just trying to get him to <laughs> yeah. brush his teeth right. All right, now it's night at the Hills House. Uh, we're in the dining room at supper. Uh, Peggy is tell, is regaling them of uh, tales of the day. She goes, and he continued to sleep peacefully. It was pure chaos. Hank says, well, how about that? Your first day on campus, and you already met David Kaliki Ali. Uh, Lou Ann speaks up. He's the flying Hawaiian. Oh, if I were two years younger. I love this from Peggy. She goes, well, first, he is your age. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. she goes, and second, David is considered a special case. They call him unteachable. And uh, Bobby speaks up. Well, he can't be good at everything. <laughs> Here goes Hank, yeah. <laughs> Hank's, uh, well, you'd be surprised, Bobby. He plays offense, defense, and runs punts. Peggy speaks up. She goes, it looks like Lou Ann isn't the only one with a crush on David. <laughs> but you know what? He's just another student to me. No different from the nerds or the suck-ups. And I've decided to give that boy the high school education he deserves. Mm. So she's, she's picked up the gauntlet. She's taken the challenge here, even though nobody asked her to. Uh, next day at Arlen High, we're in Peggy's class. On the board, she's written A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Not sure what that's for. Uh, the bell, uh, she says, uh, so it may only be theory, but will, in fact, be on net w- next week's midterm. Uh, okay. The bell goes off. They all start to get up and leave. As David is leaving, Peggy catches him going out the door, and she goes, oh, wait, David. Uh, honey, can you spare a moment? I wanted to talk to you about your classwork. I- I've noticed that you have a zero grade. You have no homework points and no participation points. He just gives her the blankest look. He's just like, oh. He didn't care. Uh-huh. Yeah, she he doesn't says, care at uh, all. I'd like to tutor you after class. He goes, I have football practice after class. She goes, well, how about geometry practice after that with a playbook by Coach Peggy Hill? He goes, okay. And then he just turns and leaves. And she goes, and David, I'm glad we got to rap. I love that part. <laughs> we got to rap. I don't uh, even think anybody said that in the '90s. <laughs> well, I, uh, uh, I, I think uh, uh, teenage uh, uh, pastors. What do you call them? Uh, youth pastors probably said it a lot. I'm glad we got to rap. You know that kind of thing. Turn your chair around backwards, pull your hat around, you know, and then sit down and have a real rap session. Yeah, real rap with session. These kids. Uh, you know, uh, you know who exposed me to Adult Swim. Hmm. You know, it's really funny uh, since that's you know, going to be our next big uh, yeah. subject to talk about. Uh, a youth pastor, uh, lo- he was he, he loved music and stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of music in the Bragg Show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of music yeah. in South Park, too. South Park has a lot of music in it. And uh, he would play Andy Merrill, which is the guy who did Bragg Show. He would play the music CD. And uh, he would play... Uh, play the songs or whatever, Brack singing, and he knew all the songs, and he could do Brack's voice really, really well. Shout out to Vernon. He was one of the best, like, youth ministers that I ever had. He never really uh, – he wasn't one of those ones that was – He wasn't, like, on you all the time about – No, nah, like, wearing hats and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. he even stood up for a kid one time that one of them old World War II vet guys that was still in the church or whatever, mm-hmm. like, knocked a kid's hat off his head, and what's he – What's his name with the big cheeks? Oh, yeah, 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 Topsy. <laughs> it's Topsy. Yeah, and he had, like, knocked his hat off his head, and it was like a teenage skater kid, and yeah, he would sure. got, like, confrontational about Same it. Sucks. And 
uh, he like stepped in. He was like, no, you can't touch the, you can't just knock a kid's hat off his head. Yeah, it's sure. just a hat sure. in a building kind of yeah. thing. He yeah. didn't last long at the, he was there for a few years yeah, and I don't doubt that. he, uh, he, he didn't like it. Up, yeah. He know? probably got fed up. Well, I mean, you know, that's all they're there for is a season anyway. Youth ministers. That's true. They you go, you go through a like a hundred of them. If you stay at a church long enough, you'll it's go true. through a hundred of them. Uh, now it's nighttime at the Hills. Peggy is in her, uh, water heater slash office, uh, room and she is it's late the light's still on everything's dark uh, she is working on uh, <laughs> it shows a piece of notebook paper and she's got the football field drawn out on it real crudely and it says football field equals rectangle <laughs> <laughs> and then she's trying oh she Bless is heart. she is and she you see that she's putting that piece of paper into a geometry playbook that she's making for David Kaliki Ali uh next day uh at school uh she goes there you are david she's waiting outside the doors for david to come out uh her and a bunch of cheerleaders uh she goes there you are david 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 you forgot your notes uh he gets in the car with the cheerleaders just kind of takes off she starts running after him david 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 he finally stops she goes hey uh you run fast she (laughs) she so she hands him the book and everything um and then uh, they, they take off again. Uh, in class, uh, they are now taking a test. Uh, it's all quiet. Everybody's working. They all got their heads down. David looks up. Uh, Peggy thinks she's, he's looking at her. He's actually looking up to see the clock. The clock says 3 o'clock. He smiles. <laughs> at 3 Time o'clock. Practice. At 3 o'clock. She looks at the clock. It's 3 o'clock. She goes, stop! I mean, it was the most abrupt. It was so abrupt. There's not like a warm up or a no. gradual. Hey guys, it's almost time. She just like stop, stop, and then yeah. she goes stop. Okay, uh, please hand in your midterm. I mean, it's just from one extreme to another. Please hand in your midterm, David. I wanted to say it's been a pleasure educating you. I think you, you, I have learned just as much from you as you have from me. Stop. That's, that's always bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. Sorry, uh, she goes. Uh, he goes. Okay. Uh, he leaves, hands his paper to her. She gives him big thumbs up. After he leaves, she looks at the paper, and boy, does she look worried. Uh, next thing, we're at Strickland Propane, uh, and <laughs> Hank is in – Joe Jack doesn't speak in this one, but Joe Jack's in there moving a uh, uh, like a spatula holder around on the floor. Just so to listen. Be, oh, over this way, over that way. Or yeah, he's just being nosy. He goes, no, he's helping him move the stupid spatula thing. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, quarter inch to the left, uh, eighth inch back to the right. No, 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 an eighth. I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> it's so uh, – in comes Buck with all of the board slash rotary members. And he goes, Hank, we just lost our fullback. He goes, huh, what happened? Peggy Hill happened. And then you get the, one of the rotary members. I'm assuming you said it was Howie Long, uh, Terry Bradshaw, and who else? James Brown. James Brown. I think Brown. this is James Brown. He goes, no plas, no play. She flunked David. Now he's out for three weeks academic suspension. Do you know what happens in three weeks? San Marcos, Belton, McMainerberry. McMainerberry, Hank. Which this again, <laughs> th- this particular sentence here, uh, the San Marcos and Belton, that really helps with geography again. It, does. Yep. it really puts it into Central Texas sure. again because Belton and San Marcos, for those of you that don't know, are on the same interstate corridor within an hour and a half of each other. Well, probably wonder, less than an hour and a half. I wonder what A rating they were at the time, like 5A, 4A, that kind of thing. Belton in that time frame was probably a 4A, big 4A, because they're a 5A now, right? Are they? I think Belton's I a big 5A. A. But it doesn't matter either way. 
Yeah, San Marcus I think is a little smaller. Yeah, San Marcus is definitely a little smaller, but yeah. I think that Belton is bigger now because it's Mc, built up a lot. McManorberry in the last doesn't, 10, 15 doesn't years. actually exist. Yeah, McManorberry is not a uh, he real says, town. He uh, says McManorberry, Hank, and he goes, "No, no, no, hold on. I'm sure it was just an accident." Uh, the other Rotary member, uh, he he goes, "No, Hank, this is an accident." He just pushes over the spatula holder like it's just some sort of threat yeah, to it's Hank, like, and yeah. he goes. Uh, uh, Buck says, "Now nah, you got two messes to clean up," and they just leave. Yeah, well, with the uh, with the no pass, no play thing too. So the way that works, for those of you who don't know, in the state of Texas, there is no three week academic suspension. If if somehow miraculously at Friday before the end of business day for school, your F turns into an A for whatever class you're failing, you could suit up and play that Friday night. There is no, like, suspension period or nothing. As soon as you get that grade to an acceptable level for passing, you're good to go. None of these kids gave a crap until um, it was time to play. And then I would get coaches and students and everybody coming to me, hey, is there any way I can make up some work? No, you should have done it to begin with. Yep. I'm, not, I'm not letting you make up art. You got to be kidding me. Come yeah, you on. can't That's make the up the thing art in the world. grade. Trace yeah. your damn hand. You can't. Well, you, you know, I, I was always surprised that they never modified the rules for that to where it's just academic classes. Yeah. And but it was extracurriculars too. So it's all were, of it. Yeah. There, you're not there was passing, kids. You're not there was kids that I was going to school with that would be failing, like you said, like an art class or failing choir or the only reason home I would, or something like that. The only reason I would have ever failed a kid in art class is that they just refused to do it. That was it. Yeah. You know, other than that, art is subjective. So well, as long as you're putting something on a piece of paper. Art is subjective to a certain extent, but yeah. there were projects. So, like, I yeah. remember when I went uh, to uh, this one school district, I was teaching both high school and middle school. And uh, one of the things you, you get real tired of as an art teacher is uh, kids drawing anime figures. Because they draw them over and over and over, and they get real good at the face. But the rest of the body and the awful. hands and the feet, they all suck. Like all they awful. always have them with their hands in their pockets because they can't draw hands. And so the first first project we did was learn to draw a hand. And it was always a bunch of circles and all this stuff. Anyway, yeah. I showed them how to do that. But if these kids just refuse to do it, I, how, what am I going to make that up with? Well, it was like a talking foot? to uh, talking with Elliot Cowan whenever we were doing uh, the podcast with F. He was saying the same thing because he's teaching in, in in New York State. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about all these kids come in, and they'll all talk about, like, something super specific. Mm-hmm. And it's always yeah. anime. It's oh, always yeah. – oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I think that's what – it's a gateway for a lot of a lot of kids well, I have, into uh, animating is anime. It's just a, a – a, a, not an un- – I say unfortunate because I'm not a huge anime fan, yeah. but it's like an unfortunate, like, part of animation is – anime is huge to people who love – to draw. It is, um, and I understand because there's so much of it, right? I get it. So much of it, and, you know, like I said, the older I've gotten and the more I've consumed now as an adult yeah. that I refuse to watch as a kid, uh, it's actually really good. Like, Death Note was oh, a sure. really, really good series. Oh, a lot of them are The great. animation is, you could tell that the people that are doing that that work really care about their craft. I would stop hard in making fun of their anime or talking bad about it because that's, a, that's just instantly going to turn them off. But I would say, listen, you got to learn to draw other things. You know, round out your your portfolio here. Let's let's learn to draw some smaller eyes, not giant ones, you yeah. know, or whatever. Big that anime kind of eyes. Not everybody has a foxtail, kid. So. Yeah, not everybody is a <laughs> triple GF right. size tits that's either. Right. You know? That's right. I was gonna All say right. one thing. Yeah, 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 go for it. Hentai is art. <laughs>
Oh, shut up. <laughs> and with that message uh, from Mason uh, and the tentacle community, we're going to take a first commercial break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, we were just talking pancakes. Pancakes. In the break. Yeah, I hope pancakes. you enjoyed your, uh, your, your breakfast this morning, kids. Yeah, I hope you did. Uh, mine was fantastic. My wife made these big Dutch pancake things that get a little crispy on the edges and stuff like that. I had two pieces of toast. Oh, there you go. Same thing. I just um, bought some Kerrygold butter for, for my next piece of toast. We had Kerrygold at Christmas. It's it, really good. It's amazing the difference in color. Difference well, in color, I, difference in taste too, is insane. Mm-hmm, the one mm-hmm. with canola oil is probably the best yeah. one, I think. What's up, Mason? Oh, I had a bed, a, a, a bowl of nails for breakfast. Wonderful. Yeah, it with sounds no like milk. It. Are those are those uh, uh, metal nails or fingernails? I'll let you decide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were asking me a question during the break. Go ahead. I was going to ask. Um, since this episode's all about no pass, no yeah. play, I was wondering. Yeah. If you ever encountered that with like, I don't know what schools you taught at, but if there was a big football community. Well, like I said, most of my teaching was high school. uh, So I did run into that a lot. I had a lot of athletes. Um, No pass, no play. Yes, I was encouraged to fix people's grades so that they could play, especially in the fact that we were non-tested subjects. And so they were like, oh, yeah, you have to pass him. And, and ultimately, that's one of the reasons I quit, because, no, I don't have to pass him. But they were like, yeah, the least you can give somebody is a 50. And I, I, I understand the, the thinking in that, because it's easier to come back from a 50 than a zero. But if you didn't earn at least a 50, you don't get a 50. I mean, that's just that's the way it ought to be. So, yeah, I had some, I had some coaches bringing it up, breathing down my neck to what get about parents? to pass. Um, maybe a couple of times, but I think that was at middle school, not so much at high school. Um, you know, most of my kids were single parent households and things like that. So I don't know that they had the time to even mess with it. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I think most of them were more concerned about basketball than football because the two, the two places here in town, they're, they're not that great at football. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There is some towns that are good, but oh, absolutely. Here in Waco, they're just not. Mart has to probably be like the best rural town. University's been good good. before. Waco High's been good before. They're just not consistent. They just don't. I don't know. They don't. I think Waco High this year went to the playoffs, but yeah, that was it. Uh, Okay, so uh, Peggy drives up to the house. Hank is already waiting in the garage. As soon as she pulls the door up. Uh, and he st- he just starts laying into her. He goes over to the window of the car. She rolls it down, and he just starts yelling at her. How could you flunk the flying Hawaiian? Haven't you ever heard of no pass, no play? She goes, do not try to pin all of this on me. I only did the no pass. What happens after that is none of my business. And I, I can agree with that. That's, that is kind of your thing. Uh, she gets out, and she starts going inside. Hank's like, if you want to change his grade, she goes, if I were to give David a passing grade, that would be a failure on my part. And I am not failing. I am doing A work. Hank. <laughs> Hank says, this is crunch time. We're going up against San Marcos, Belton, McMainerberry. McMainerberry, we need him to go to state. She goes, I am sorry, Hank, but teaching high school is my going to state. And then there's a dagger right oh, here. Oh, this is rough <laughs> oh, from Hank. I love it, though. I he love goes, it. Goes, it's well-deserved. He goes, no offense, Peggy, but I don't see anybody renting buses to go to your state. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes, Hank. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a sleep on the couch kind of I've never ever right heard there. of a substitute being able to control grades. Um. I mean, subs can give grades just like anybody else, but honestly, subs generally – now, this is an eight-week stay for her, so yeah, she so has to be a different. little more yeah. invested. Uh, but generally, subs will get like a folder full of stuff that you pass out anyway, and, and the majority of it is worksheets and things. And most of it 
And sometimes the school just forgets to give it to the subs, and so the subs just have to make up stuff. And, and most of it means it's nothing. A badly run. You system. know, no teacher. There's not one time I can really recollect that I've had a substitute teacher where we did work mm-hmm. out of a packet. Now, every yeah. now and again, we would get an actual legit assignment. But if they just gave us a packet of stuff, you just knew it was BS. And you knew it was just busy work just to keep you, what keep I tried you wrangled to, up. What I tried to do in art is anytime I knew I was going to be gone, like if I had to be gone for something like yeah. jury duty or something like that, um, I would start a project probably the week before and stretch it out so that they just continued doing their thing. You know, that way the kids are already introduced to it. They know what they're supposed to do. And the only thing I had to tell the sub is just make sure they don't make a mess. You know, and that was yeah. about it. And I, it, again, I've probably said this before. First thing I did as an art teacher, anytime I went into a room, was I, I threw away all the glitter. And so the only thing we had to worry about was like water paints and stuff. You yeah. Know? Uh, that you can get out of things. Glitter, it never goes away. Oh, so, it's forever. Glitter yeah. is forever. I yeah. You might as well glitter. burn the house down. Cannot, cannot abide glitter. Uh, okay, now we're at Arlen High School. Peggy is in the cafeteria. She's coming to sit with the other teachers again, just like she did before. She goes, hey, guys, you know, uh, the strangest thing happened today. A giant rat crawled in my inbox and died. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at the other teachers, and they are all just pissed. Uh, she looks over at Miriam. She goes, what happened to your frames? She goes, they suddenly went out of style. I mean, everybody is pissed at Peggy. She goes, uh uh, this is about David, isn't it? David did failing work. He got a failing grade. Of all people, I would expect my fellow educators to support me. She gets a super blank stare. This line is great. This yeah. is like my favorite line of this, the, the whole show. Yeah. She says, uh, you want to change the world? Go back to middle school. It's too late here. <laughs> I and, love that so much. Because you know what? Yeah. I don't know how many times I over or eavesdrop teachers. To, oh, you yeah. Because uh well, that's the other thing teachers are terrible about is they share information about students all the time and, and they should and they should sucks. do that they should, yeah, yeah. They, they it's, it's against the law that. it's against the law they shouldn't it. gossip but you overhear Oof. them gossiping or whatever and uh yeah it's exactly how it was they're like yeah i can't fi- uh-huh. i can't fix this I can't kid fix this kid this kid's 17 i can't fix this kid he's de- he's destined for whatever he's destined for at this point <laughs> so we're at the football game now uh we're looking in the stands and all the guys there from the rotary club and everybody else is just pissed and sad and all this because david kaliki ali is not playing uh and over the pa announcer year and a third fumble from senior charles mccracken who was named allen scholar athlete of the year he's all yours princeton uh all right so now <laughs> scholar <laughs> athlete of the year he's all yours oh, princeton uh we're now back at uh the the uh, waffle cafe the boosters are in the back uh, and the main guy, I wrote down, main guy who looks like Terry Bradshaw, he goes, uh, all right, we can absorb this loss, and it wasn't a conference game, and we'll probably squeak by next week because Belton's still reeling from that drug bust. <laughs> that's, that's very true. Yes, yeah, so it's on, uh, on brand. And then it's McMainerberry. There's not a single addict on that mother-loving team. <laughs> Dickie, there's got to be something in those law books of yours. Look under loophole. Dickie says, what if we got him a work study like I had at the print shop my junior year? Uh, the other board members, oh, yeah, 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 David drops Mrs. Hill's class, takes a work study at Terrell's print shop. Uh, and <laughs> Terrell says, uh, hey, look, I got Billy breathing down my neck as it is. I don't need another punk in there making me look bad. Uh, Buck speaks up. He goes, I volunteer Strickland propane to jump through this little loophole. Now David can work for me till the swallows get back from Capistrami. Capistrami, that's not the way you say it. But that is not how you say it. Hank, can you slap together a makeup midterm? Hank says, I'll do it quickly, but it won't be slapped together. Well, I understand that about Hank and Peggy both. They're never slapping anything together. Never. 
So uh, now, even though it might appear that way, that's right. Now we're at Strickland po- Propane, and uh, Hank is trying to teach David a few things because he wants to get him to pass. Uh, and he, he's talking to David. He goes, and the vapor raising rate is a 100-pound propane cylinder at 70 degrees Fahrenheit is how many BTUs per hour? David looks at him and goes, can I have a chair? And that, that's the entire thing. That's I it. Mean, that's it. Uh, now we're at Hank's house again. It's nighttime. We're in bed. Peggy is reading Hank's book. Uh, propane 101. She goes, Propane 101. He goes, yeah, uh, it's a work-study thing approved by the Board of Education. Is it, Hank? Is it really? I is don't think it? it is. Peggy is says, it? so you and your Waffle Boys did an in-run around Peggy Hill. <laughs> waffle Boys. Waffle Boys. <laughs> he goes, uh, Peggy, years from now, no one will remember what a hexagon is, but you win state, and that goes up on the water tower. No you know, one will remember what a hexagon is. You know what the craziest part about this episode <laughs> is to me? Yeah. That Howie Long... James Brown and uh, Terry Bradshaw are all still. Well, no, I don't think James Brown is anymore. Yeah, James Brown hosts the Fox Forty Four thing. Oh, he does. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, not Fox Forty Four, the, the Fox, Fox Sports thing. Fox Sports so thing. it's crazy that he's they're the, all still the in host. it. It's crazy they're all still oh, yeah. working together and still because oh, yeah. Terry and Huey are like legit still like yeah. sitting next to each other yeah. uh, or in the same panel together. Mm-hmm. Now I think they added like what. Uh, so Jimmy Johnson's in there. Uh, Jimmy Johnson Gronk is in there now. Patty Gronk. Yeah, yeah. Gronk. He, he shot what the ratings addition. way up. Yeah. Uh, okay, so she's reading the book. He says, "Peggy, nobody's going to know what a hexagon is." She goes, "And how is David doing?" He goes, "David's doing great. He uh, he knows more about propane than any Hawaiian I've ever met." <laughs> What? what does that even mean? I don't know what that means. So that's the only Hawaiian that he's yeah. ever met. So any amount of propane that he knows about is a lot. Peggy turns over in bed. She's obviously defeated. She goes, he does. Oh, what was I thinking? I'm in over my head. What made me think that I could teach high school? I so wanted to be like, welcome back, Cotter. Now I'm like the real Gabe Kaplan. I am a loser. <laughs> Poor oh, wow. Gabe Kaplan. What the hell did he do? Wow. Uh, okay, next day at Strickland's, um, he's giving a book to David. He goes, okay, the test is going to be an essay question over a serviceman's manual. Just tell me what you love most about propane. We look up at the clock. David has started at 3 p.m. Uh, time passes. Uh, he comes into Hank with his paper at 5 o'clock, and he hands the paper to Hank. He goes, oh, nice handoff, just like the one you did three weeks ago in the game. Uh, and then he gives a little, oh, <laughs> Uh, David walks off. He goes, so this is Hank speaking to himself. He goes, all right, well, let's see what we got here. He looks at the paper. He goes, oh, okay, Strickland Propene does not have a vending machine. It smells, and I thank God every day I get home that I didn't get exploded. The end. Wow. Ooh, boy. Hank starts uh, shaking a little bit. He reaches into his side drawer. He pulls out a shot glass, and you're thinking, oh, crap, Hank's got to take a shot here. Well, he pulls out an Alamo and takes a shot of beer. <laughs> takes a shot of beer, yeah. He can't get drunk at work. And he puts an A on the paper, and he goes, may God have mercy on me. I mean, this is this is about as low as Hank gets here. Well, because he he's knows. He's pressure. He, well, giving into pressure, but I think. The and pre- he's got to tell Peggy I understand right. he has external pressures to do this, too. Mm-hmm. But Hank, Hank also has internal pressure because oh, he wants to do this because he wants – Arlen to go to state. He wants Arlen to win. He wants both sides. Because he's attached to it still in such a weird way, vicariously, like a lot of those old athletes that stay in their hometowns do. They become attached to that hometown football team. And I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying that just because you love your hometown football team that you you can't be successful and stuff like that. But just a few of the guys that I've seen that – 
not even people from my generation of football, people who were like played football 20 years before I ever got to yeah. high school yeah. that still to this day in their 70s go to these football games and do athletic boosters and support these kids because if they didn't have those groups of people doing that they they wouldn't I just think they it's probably weird. wouldn't have any athletic boosters but I just think it's weird if you don't have a kid on the football team if you go see these football games it's just odd or some me. attachment to the you school know? like if you're a teacher or an uh, administrator or something like that that still goes and yeah. supports your school no, that's, that's one thing a lot of them have to but I really think it's weird I, I don't know if you're, I don't know, it's really as tough. Well, it's, it's like a hometown thing. I don't know, but, it's kind of weird. But the thing is, you think about a lot of these athletes, that's the pinnacle of their life. I mean, that is the highest they've ever gotten and the highest they ever will be. Yeah, for, for, for that competitive sport thing. Well, yeah. not only competitive sport thing, but being like a, a celebrity. Kind yeah, of being thing, you know? being known. Well, and some of them kind of carried that forever where they're, they're kind of just his, known around of, town. Think of what's-his-face from Married with Children. I mean, that was his thing all the yeah. time. Ed. You know? Ed, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, all I can think of is Ted Bundy. Was his name? What was his uh, name on the show? Uh, Al Bundy. Al Bundy. Thank you, Ted Bundy. Uh, anyway, this is this is the big deal. Uh, Hank now knows that he's done the wrong thing, and we're going to do the right thing and take a commercial break, and we will be, be right, right back. Back. All right, and we are back. Um, we are in the Hill Kitchen. Peggy is very depressed at this point. Uh, she's going to get some coffee. She looks up in the cabinet and she sees world's greatest teacher mug. She pushes it right out of the way for another blank mug. She pours some coffee. Hank comes in behind her. She doesn't even look at him. She goes, David passed, didn't he? Uh, he goes, Oh yeah, I guess he did pass. Uh, I gave him an A. She goes, so coupled with my F brings your A, uh, brings him to a respectable passing C. Well, good for you. Good for David. Good for Arlen football. Everybody's a winner. I mean, she's obviously pissed off. Yeah, she's pissed. Hank she's being says, snarky. Yeah, Hank says, yeah, uh, though the principal kind of threw out your F, so uh, right now he's on the honor roll. <laughs> I, w- I just wanted you to hear that from me. Peggy is shocked. I mean, her face is just like, oh. Uh, all right, now we're in the alley uh, with Boomhauer, Bill, and Dale, and uh, Dale is talking to Bill, and he goes, all I'm saying is you have the tendencies of a Capricorn. <laughs> I mean, it's like, a, it's, it's like if you were going to tell a joke, you only hear the punchline yeah. whenever you go out to the alley. Yeah. Uh, Bill looks at, oh, there's Hank. Uh, and then everybody says, hey, Hank's a jolly good fellow. Hank's a jolly good fellow. Uh, and <laughs> Bill finishes it up with, because we're going to state. And then all of them try to start singing again. Uh, and he's, all right. I, I, Bill says, uh, uh, I will not have a respected educator bend over for his own beer. And Bill goes down to get him a beer. Uh, and Dale, being the ever uh, good friend, make Peggy do he it. He goes, make Peggy do it. She yeah. got to be good for something. What? Damn, man! I'm gonna punch you in the face. Uh, Hank says, "Now that's not fair, Dale. Peggy did the best she could." And Dale says, "Which was crappy. God Almighty, that's just rough to a guy. That's about terribly his wife. rough. That's really rough. Jeez, for a guy who's been cheated on by his wife. No for kidding, right? Twenty plus years. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Next thing we see is Peggy's in the kitchen. She's on the phone." And she says, uh, so I'm afraid I'll have to take an emergency medical leave. Well, I, I have diagnosed myself as having the early stages of single-digit carpal tunnel syndrome, or as I call it, chalk finger. Chalk finger. <laughs> <laughs> Hank comes in. He hangs up the phone while she's still on it. He goes, David failed that test. His essay made me want to vomit, which I did, but I gave him an A to, just to get us to state. Peggy goes, Hank Hill, I am speechless. I literally have nothing to say. Not one word. Nada. Zilch. Zero. I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> she just keeps going. Now we're back at the Waffle Cafe. Uh, everybody cheers when Hank comes in. They go, all right, 
get this beautiful human being some waffles, says Terry Bradshaw. Uh, the other guy says, yeah, way to go, Hank. And then Peggy comes in. They'll just, boo, get her out of here. Get her out of here. Hank says, David Kaliki Ali received an A on his propane exam. Everybody's just like, all right, yeah. And he goes, buddy deserved an F. And they go, long live, Hank. He goes, now my wife, Peggy. And they just, boo, boo. <laughs> they just freaking hate Peggy. He goes, sure. Uh, a week ago, I would have been booing my wife right along with the rest of you guys. And Dale goes, you were, Hank. <laughs> Jesus. He goes, yeah, but uh, what I realize is that she was right all along. Peggy looks very pleased when he says this. He goes, it's time to ground the flying Hawaiian. I'm giving him an F. Buck stands up. And he goes, it's too late. I already turned the sign-off sheet in the grade. David is in. He goes, sir, did you read that essay? He goes, it's a classic. I thank God every day I didn't get exploded. It really gets to you. And then Peggy comes up and she goes, excuse me, but I cannot let you ruin that boy's life. I think there might be people who would be interested in the fact that David is being deprived of an education, such as his mother and the school board and the secretary of education. Terry Bradshaw guy says, whoa, look at it right here. Wait a minute. Look, uh, we don't want to go dragging the boy's mother into this. I'm sure we could work something out. Uh, he squirts some some whipped cream on some waffles and pushes them over to Peggy, and he's like, eh, eh, eh. Peggy says, you may keep your creamy bribe. We are going to his mother, and we are going to tell on you. And then they both leave. Creamy yeah. bribe. Have you ever been offered a creamy bribe? Uh a creamy bribe. Yeah. Does a Cadbury's cream account? Mm. Mm. I'm sure somebody's I mean, cream. I'm sure somebody's balls. bribed me with the cream egg before. They're big. They're 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 a big popular you know English treat. They are. Uh, now we're at David's house. Peg and Hank, uh, Peggy and Hank are going there. Uh, we see the front yard first. There's a big football-shaped sign like you see around here you know, a lot. I hear. I really hate when people describe their mashed potatoes as creamy. Oh yeah. I like creamy consistency mashed potatoes, uh, but I hate it when people are like, oh, yeah, I have some really creamy mashed potatoes for a side. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, I don't really like that. I don't really like moist. So there's a big football-shaped sign in their front yard. It says, welcome back, David. Kaliki Ali, number 33, shaped like a football, got streamers all over it. It's sitting in the yard. Uh, and then you see Peggy and Hank inside the house talking to David's mother. Peggy says, the Booster Club is cheating David out of an education. What's worth is David is cheating himself. Uh, and his mom says, I'd like to show you something. She opens David's door. Uh, you see very small, like a kid's room. You see a chalkboard with letters backwards and stuff, primary books, blocks, those magnetic letters all over the place. And she goes, David is learning disabled. He studies every day as soon as he gets home from practice until he falls asleep every night. I usually come in and find him slumped over his desk using that playbook he made him as a pillow. He's a good <laughs> boy. He just has trouble retaining anything. He deserves an A for effort, though. Peggy says, oh, well, no wonder I couldn't reach him. All right, Peggy. She goes, sports is all God gave David, and it's the only way he'll get to college. Hank says, well, well then we're sorry to have disturbed you, Mrs. Kaliki Ali. Uh, they leave. She sits on the bed. She's got her head kind of hanging down. And then she says to herself, and the Oscar goes to me. And she says, come out, fellas. And all the Rotary Club guys come out of the closet. Buck says, we smoked them good. Bought it hook, line, and sinker. Thank you to Mrs. K.A. Uh, David comes into the room. He doesn't know anything about this, right? They're just doing this. And, and David says, hey, what's all this crap? Where's all my swanks? What does he mean by that? Oh, Hillary swank. swank? No, a swank is uh, here we go. 
It's an adult or pornographic magazine published in the U.S. Ah. It was first launched by Victor Fox of Fox Comets in 1941 as a men's lifestyle and pinup magazine in the style of Esquire. It was relaunched in 54 by Martin Goodman, founder of Marvel, and ran a spicy adventure suspense fiction by the likes of Ian Fleming, Green, Graham Greene, Norman Mailer, and Arthur C. Clarke. In 93, the magazine was bought by the Mabla... Magma Publishing Group, Magma, which turned it into a magazine that features hardcore sex, sex toys, lesbian sex, and heterosexual intercourse. Mm. Uh, it was uh, the Magma Publishing Group was bought by one eight hundred Phone Sex in two thousand fifteen. It almost sounds like a joke. So, Artie, is this a joke? No, I don't think so. It's probably true. <laughs> uh, so he wants to know where his swanks are. The Terry Bradshaw guy says, "We kept you in the game, stud." He goes, "Hey, what, what's going on?" He looks over at the letters on the on the board and he goes, "I know all my ABCs." <laughs> What a thing for a grown kid to say. Yeah. Uh, Buck says, the hills were going to turn you in for flunking. We told him you were a slowpoke. He goes, I'm not stupid. I can't believe you did this. It's so stupid. Uh, and then uh, his mother says, David, stupid is going to get you to college. Buck says, I'll tell you what's stupid. Me giving you that Trans Am if you ain't going to drive us to state. Well, yeah, whoa. Damn. Yeah, it's pulling the trans down. All right, now we're at Arlen High School. Peggy pulls out uh, her little name plaque. She's kind of looking it over. David comes into the teacher's lounge. He goes, hey, Mrs. Hill. She goes, oh, oh, no, David. The Pepperelli is down the hallway, honey. Wait, did you poop yourself? I mean, she really she really, <laughs> really thinks that he's special. Yeah. He goes, I deserve that. I guess if I'd worked harder, you guys wouldn't be so willing to believe I was learning disabled. She goes, you're not? But that explains everything. He goes, it was all a sham. My mom and the booster club cooked it up. Wait, sham. That's the right word. Right? Yes, yeah, sham. She goes, yes, I would have said scheme, but it conveys more sneakiness. Goes, yeah. Well, I've been thinking about this no pass, no play stuff, and if I don't pass, then I should no play. She goes, really? He goes, I probably should have something to fall back on anyway. I mean, the odds of me making not making pro are what, 50-50? No, they're a lot smaller than that, David. He goes, so what do you say you teach me geometry before the game? She goes, I am Can so I say one thing, Mike? Yeah. I've always argued. I mean, he's not technically wrong because it is either he does or he doesn't. So it is kind of 50 Well, that's true, I guess. Yeah. I mean, not really. I'm just fucking around. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, I am so proud of you, David, but I couldn't even teach Albert Einstein all geometry in an afternoon. Even if that man Einstein, Ein, Einstein, Einstein's time uh, team couldn't go to state. Uh, he's kind of depressed, starts to leave. She goes, wait, maybe there is something you can learn in an afternoon. So now we're at Strickland Propane. Hank is going to get him through this thing the right way. He goes, so you see, propane is a liquid, but it comes out as a gas. And he's drawing it on the whiteboard and stuff. David kind of scratches his head. He's a little confused. Peggy's sitting next to him. She goes, what you need, David, is a way of associating the lessons with something that's familiar to you. For instance, okay, Gatorade is a liquid, but when you dump it on the coach, it's a gas. She goes, get it? He goes, oh, I get it. Yeah. She goes, great. Hank's like, but that's not right. That is not <laughs> that's right. That's not correct. She goes, and if you want to remember the chemical formula for propane C3H8, maybe C. you can remember it like an audible. C3H8, propane, propane, hype. And <laughs> that's a great one. David yeah. just shakes his head. He's very happy for this. You, you know? know, and uh, that's one thing. Uh, I was reading my kid a book, and that's how I read to him is uh, – uh, in his kids' books, since a yeah. lot of them rhyme, yeah. I kind of like did it, did it, did it sure. with it or whatever to kind of sure. help him out. <laughs> so uh, now uh, David is leaving. He's going to go to the game. 
Uh, Hank and Peggy are coming out. He pulls up beside him and goes, hey, you guys need a ride? I'm going to be smoking on that field, but not near a propane tank because propane, propane is flammable. flammable. <laughs> Everybody's just very yeah. happy. Now we're at the game. Uh, you hear the PA announcers say, and here he is, back after a short educational hiatus of flying Hawaiian David Kaliki Ali. I like I like the how the announcer does the David oh, yeah. Kaliki Ali. And Hank looks at, at Peggy and goes, uh, who's stupid now, huh? Not David. Yep. She goes, not, not David, David, Hank. Not, not David, David at, all. at all. And that's it. I don't know what you're waiting for. Because he learned that propane's a gas. Yes, he did. That's the whole point of this. He learned that propane is a gas. Yeah. Out of a whole 22-minute episode, <sighs> all he was able to learn is that C3H8 is a gas. And that kid still lives with his mother. Uh, okay. That's one of the tattoos I, that I want to get for, for King of the what, Hill. What, that kid still lives with his mother? No, C3H8. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, folks, we are back in full effect. Um, yeah, we are back. We're going to do a January. Friday episode again. Uh, we got a couple of special things coming up for that one. Yeah, we're back on track. Um, got a brand new story that we're going to cover, and then we've got a couple of uh, phone messages to play. Yeah, so uh, don't forget the phone line exists. The phone line does exist. Uh, let me give you, let's see, let's give you that phone 871. number. 871. You know it? Uh, right off your hand? It's two five four eight seven one nine something. I think it is two five four two seven one two seven one four zero zero seven four zero zero seven. Please call and leave us 254-271-4007. Yeah, call and leave us a message. We would love to. Yeah, we'll call and leave them. us a message. Uh, let it ring to it gets to a message. Yeah, uh, I was I screwed up and answered the first one. Yeah, wait for the tone. Uh, but yeah, so uh, you can find us at bwaaakoth.com. Mm. And uh, don't forget to check out all the other great shows at Rogue Media. Anything you want, anyone you want to highlight? We got a lot. Uh, a lot of sports stuff coming your way soon. Okay. Uh, we got Swimmer's Ear coming. Uh, oh, yeah, that's our, which is our uh, adult swim yeah, show. Yeah, our adult swim show, Swimmer's yep. Ear, the Adult Swam podcast. Yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, I reached out to uh, Andy Merrill. Oh, good. I might be able to have him. I, I really want to have him as a first guest because he be was cool. there at the very, very beginning. Yeah, that'd be super so cool. So hopefully he'll get back with me on something. Uh, we have one co- uh, that comes out twice a week now called uh, Ned Hillsdale, Private okay. Detective. Yeah. Uh, they are like noir short detective stories. They're like five minutes or less. I want to do something with that British guy. I've been following, like I, I follow yeah. him on social media, and I, yeah. I like I started looking at some of his stuff. I think it would be cool to sit and talk with him uh, as uh, two Brits from two different perspectives of Texas. Yeah. As he is like, because he's like a you talking to Ollie? Yeah, that's his name, Ollie. Because uh, what's his podcast called? Uh, he, he does has, the movie podcast, right? The Fifty he States. Has, he has one called United States of a Movie. Yeah, yeah you can go check weekly. that out, guys. That's that's it's actually pretty good. I checked yeah, it out. Yeah, it's a good show. It's he's good really show. good too. Uh, he's he's a really good host for that show. So y'all check that show out too. Always uh, a good guy. Yep. He's, he's a very really good conversationalist. Very creative. Very creative. Yeah. His yeah. social media stuff is. Uh, what is it? He does some cool uh, English, stuff. That Englishman, in, that Texas. Englishman yeah. in Texas. Yeah, go check him out. Go check yeah. him out. Ollie's a good friend. Uh, all right. Well, guys, thanks again for joining us. Uh, we will be back on Friday with our regular Friday episode. And uh, I guess all that's left to say is. Wimitanye. Wimitanye, indeed. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.